Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. This episode of Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow is brought to you by Claiming Feminine embodied wisdom and experiences to return to our essence of being expressive, soft, juicy, playful, powerful, feminine beings. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and a transformational guide. And today I am delighted to honor and to welcome Shay Lamond. Welcome, Shay. Thank you, Joni. It's a pleasure to be with you. Mm. It's so nice to be with you, Shay. I just feel this soft essence. Your 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 essence is has this quality to it of like a soft breath almost. Um, mm. It's really warm. And lovely. So I'm excited to share your presence and energy with our listeners. But before we dive in, I want to just share a little bit more about you and what you bring to the world. So Shay leads, as as I said, with a soft and a playful feminine force of love. She writes, she teaches yoga classes and workshops and trainings and retreats. And she is fueled by the desire to empower women to their fullest potential of expression, sensuality, joy, and freedom. As a writer, artist, and dancer, she has always been connected to creative expression as a form of play learning, therapy, and transformation. She now offers guidance to women like her who are yearning to connect to their intuition, sisterhood, softness, power, and play, and to finally surrender to life. Trusting in the universal guidance as well as her essence as a powerful creator, she leads retreats, trimmings, yoga classes, workshops in Bali, and writes about feminine expression and embodiment to continue to illuminate this work of claiming our feminine nature. There's nothing to find or learn outside of us. We each as women have the innate capacity to be the magic that we are and to connect as sisters, to heal ourselves and the world, and to create beauty in our lives as a natural expression of our own beauty. So welcome, Shay. Thank you so much. Yes, so I skipped a little bit of your bio, and I I want us to circle back to that, but I believe that that speaks to kind of the journey that brought you to claiming feminine in the first place. 
So I wanted to let you speak to that and take us down that road with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Um, where to begin? <laughs> uh, so I think I'll, I'll begin with what you mentioned at the start, that um, you sense this softness, mm. softness within me that I definitely feel really strongly in myself and did not feel for a very long time. Mm. Um, so I grew up in an immediate family of a brother and a, a father and my mother had left at a very early age. Um, she could not take care of my brother and I, she could not stay with my dad and she was not, um, not having a very healthy mentally or physically um, lifestyle and she really went down some dark paths which as a child I didn't understand I didn't know and I did grow up really believing that I was not loved and that I it was my fault or that you know if I did or was something different then she wouldn't have left you know my mother wouldn't have left Mm. Um, and so throughout her life as I was growing up she did contact us um, every now and again you know there would be presents on birthdays and we might see her every few years but it did feel like this distant relative connection and I definitely internalized a lot of the pain I was feeling at the same time I was a deeply sensitive little girl Um, I cried a lot I was very self-expressive you know I did always dance. I always loved to run and and play and express and create art. But I started to learn through just dynamics within my family. You know, my brother and my dad did the best that they could with what they had. Um, But unfortunately, they didn't understand a sensitive, young, creative girl Mm. and didn't know how to show her that they did love her in their way. So... Yeah, as a child, I learned to internalize my pain and to stop expressing it. And since there was so much pain and just a, a murkiness of um, who I was and, and this sense of love within my life, it really got me into this, this path of finding love and acceptance from achieving mm. and being perfect being the good girl and pleasing and being quiet and just all of the ways we learn as women collectively, you know, that there's certain ways to be and not to be. Um, So that and my personal journey led me to, you know, academically achieving, being really quite... um, quite successful at academics and most things that I tried, I was very competitive in most of the things that I did. And I did get this feedback of like, you know, you're doing great. You're doing great. Keep achieving, you know, keep working hard. If you work hard, this is how you succeed in life. And, and this was the, the framework that I was growing up in and living in, in a moving from a small country town in Australia to the big city to study and work and, I was still very young. I was 19 at the time, attending university and and living on my own and working. And 
And it was then that everything that has culminated, you know, this pain and this resentment and anger at that point that I was still holding toward my mother um, kind of all came to this, this threshold point when, when she died um, and I found out on my birthday, on my 19th birthday, mm. actually the anniversary of her death is yesterday. Wow. So it was eight years ago from yesterday. Wow. It's a very um, special time that we're chatting. Mm. Mm-hmm. And through everything that I had carried, um, this pain, deep pain, and also guilt, there was a lot of guilt there. There was a point in my life at this time where I realized, you know, I don't want to connect with my mother. I'm angry at her. She should have connected with me. She should have stayed with me. I also had this thought always in the back of my mind, when I'm older, when I can handle this later on, I'll reach out to her. I will do Mm. this. Mm -hmm. And she died before I had the chance. Mm. Mm. And that really crushed me in a way that I couldn't even look at. I couldn't express my grief. I continued on doing what I was doing. I was studying for exams the day of her memorial. Mm. I, um, I then found a way to cope with this pain by instead of, again, feeling and expressing what needed to be felt and moved through, I found a way to keep it locked and to numb my feelings with something else and that something else was still in that line of perfectionism and achieving and I took something that was in my life that I loved which was being healthy moving my body this um you know love of running and fitness and and in just a few short months after her death I found myself in a really intense state of orthorexia which for people who don't know is a term used to describe an, a disorder, a mental illness, but it's a disorder of um, eating very, very clean to the point of, you know, getting to the point of eating rarely and um, over-exercising. And mm-hmm. this was just, you know, these were just symptoms coming out of this this way for me to try and control and try and feel okay, get that hit of, of achieving, you know, I did my workout, I ate really well, I can feel good about myself again. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough, it had to be more and more and more until I found myself, um, my body shutting down. And I had to make a choice to either continue what I was doing and eventually die, that was where I was headed, or mm-hmm. to to make a radical change. So I did make a radical (laughs) change. And I had always been actually since the age of 14 intrigued with Buddhist thought, philosophy, yoga. Um, I had done studies on the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism. I had begun to meditate and read a lot of New Age books, um, spirituality, but at that time, I was 14, 15. I was also going out and partying and 
drinking at an early age. And, you know, so I was taking this in mentally, but I wasn't living anything that I was learning. And so this opportunity for me to reset and to clear and to cleanse what I had created, this murkiness um, that I had found myself in, I basically each and every day went back to what I knew mentally and more, more learning than I did, you know, listening to audios and podcasts and practices and every single day I practiced every Mm. conversation I had. It was with awareness in this learning of mindfulness, of watching my thoughts, of challenging my beliefs of mindfully washing the dishes with all of my senses, of sharing things with my family that were tough to share but I knew had to be expressed, of learning how to cry and really let myself cry. And I had a meditation and yoga retreat booked to Ubud, Bali. And at that time I had moved back down to my small to country town, I left university, put that on hold, left my job. I had nothing else to do but heal. I painted, I danced. I just found my soul again. Mm. I found my essence again. And when I went to Bali, it was one of the most potent experiences of this feminine essence. Mm. Because Bali, if any of the listeners here, if you have been yourself, journey, this place is one of the most feminine places in the world. Mm. It is wild, raw. The jungle is rich, vibrant. The water, the elements are in full force unapologetically. And most people come here to heal or to share and express. Mm. And I was living, as I mentioned, with my my mother's parents actually who did have a stronger wow. connection wow. with me and my um my brother and i began to heal this generational um connection and i believe a lot of healing happened for my oma and opa they're dutch mm-hmm. um of their connection with my mother through me mm. and i had this retreat booked for myself and my oma said to me one day I wish I could go. Oh, it'd be so lovely to go with you. And I said, come. And so she said, yes. And my grandmother, my Oma, began to start some yoga classes back home to get herself ready. Mm. And my first trip to Bali, she came with me for 10 days and was on retreat with me. Wow. Yeah, it was magic. And so fast forward a little bit from that, I mean, I, I remember this potent feeling in this 10 days. I was like, I have to live here. This is my home. This place is my home, mm. which sounded quite strange because in a small country town in Australia, there isn't so many of us leaving and living overseas and doing something like this. Sure. But I went back home and I just, that whispering was, it wasn't whispers anymore. It was just so strong, my soul telling me. Bali is your home. Bali is your home. Mm. And a year later, I found myself living on this mountain in Bali, teaching a young um, boy, homeschooling him. I began writing online. 
um, as a way to work. And I lived on this mountain for two years. I started then teaching yoga. I went to a studio down in Ubud whenever I could to go to classes at this beautiful studio that I found a connection and community within. And then again, things aligned. I met people. I am now living in Ubud and teaching at this studio that I was attending. <laughs> Four years later, mm. um, offering retreats and working with women to heal. Mm, mm, mm. That is so powerful. Just, just the transformation and the healing that can happen so quickly. And when, when we align or it's like when we're stepping into that flow of the river where the current is the strongest, it just, mm -hmm. You know, it just can carry us and take us. And that's the image I get, like you really stepping in and like lying on your back and surrendering and letting it carry you. Not, not that you didn't have to do some internal work yourself, but just that the potency of the flow that can happen when we align. Oh, yes, yes. That is something that... I feel is um, is really important to share. There's mm. so many times where you know students have asked me, "How did you do this? I wish I could live in Bali. I wish I could do this." Or you know, women asking me, especially those I've connected with and worked with um, in their own healing, especially from eating disorders or just other illness. And it's you know, what did you do exactly? And 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 it's more. It's, it's deeper than what we do. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's the surrender to what is there first. Mm. You know, I think we try to skip ahead to the doing and the working <laughs> out and the planning and the, um, it's going to happen this way and my healing will happen in that system. And, and we just, mm. we are blocking off the possibilities of all the expansive ways we don't even know yet could carry us there all of the opportunities which might just pop up all of the different aspects of healing that could just happen organically and it's that is the magic and that is what wants to be birthed through us and that is where it's going to be most potent to delivering us to where we need to be it's that surrender to the flow in every way yes and for me, that is the essence of trusting our sacred feminine flow. It is mm -hmm. trusting that organic, fluid nature of the feminine that is not the linear point A to point B, but, but really is more that circular or that kind of the wave motion or the fluidity, as I said. So... It's, it's something I appreciate about you and your essence because I, I want to name that one of the first places I experienced you was on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And Shay, if you don't, if you've never seen her posts, posts the most exquisite videos of her dancing as well as mm -hmm. images from from Bali and the forest and as well as from her paintings or images of her there and 
it it's just it is that like quintessential sensual feminine expression and it it's it's so like the transmission comes through mm. you know it really comes through and it is like just a little morsel of the sacred <laughs> to take in that's so beautiful to hear Joni thank you you're welcome I am Again, it's this trust, this trust in what needs to come through and what needs to be shared. I did have the first, the first moments I was in interacting with this platform, Instagram, to share about my work and, um, and my teaching and, you know, what I was doing here in Bali was when I was still more unclear about what message I had to share and, and you know, the realm I did want to um, more focus on in this vast realm of wellness, um, mentally, physically, you know, yoga, spirituality, there's just so much and so many beautiful avenues of people doing the work. And I was unclear of what mine was. And it was much harder to write, you know, a post. It was much harder to write a blog. I already had a blog at that time as well. Um, I found myself having to really think of the topics or mm. I found myself, you know, second guessing um, imagery or, or trying to work out, okay, how is this person doing it? This person's doing it great or, you know, and they're doing this many posts a day or they're doing a, a live in this way and, and, you know, seeing the system of it. And I was looking to the system to, you know, looking outside of myself to try and find what my way was and it wasn't until I became much more clear on this work of claiming feminine which Joni you had a very big part actually mm. in my um my receiving the transmission that that what this that's what my work was um it wasn't until that became clear within me that now really I only share what needs to be like I only share when there is truly a message that is coming through me, that it's like, I can't not write this right now. It's like an impulse almost. Uh -huh. It bubbles up within me. And uh -huh. that is the same with the dance. It's the same with, um, you know, when I do take a picture or poetry, I, I write poetry. And I don't think there would, there'd be very few instances where I've ever spent probably more than 15 minutes mm. on a poem. It mm -hmm. pours out of me. And it's just that surrender to the flow, the gushing flow. And it's just trusting that, you know, if there's been a few days of me not sharing anything, that's what needs to happen. There's something welling up and when it needs to share, it will come out. And it's allowed me to really own my way of expressing on this platform, which so many other people are in such a similar way and, you know, similar feminine arts and other work and, and moments, of course, I'm second guessing like, oh, I, should I be doing it like this? And they're doing it like that. And I'm like, no, there's no rules for sharing. There's no rules for expression. This mm. is the work I'm sharing with women. And so this is what I'm embodying in just, you know, how I'm interacting with this platform. Mm. Yes. And I, I keep coming back to something that feels like is bubbling up in what you're sharing and what we're 
creating together, which is the distinction between the form and the structure and, and what is like imbuing it with life. And what I hear you describing is that open opening to that flow or opening to whether it's your essence or the the wisdom that wants to pour through you like that is that is it <laughs> like that is yes. that is it and that's what it's all about the form yes. is is what comes last it's not yeah, it's yeah, yeah. We jump ahead to the form, don't we? Yeah, we jump ahead to what, what, like where where we're going to land, where we think we we're going to land. And I guess it's, you know, it's coming from this sense of, um, trying to find security or safety within our mind to know where it might be that we land, to know what it's going to look like and feel like, and to know already how we're going to you know, what our career is going to be or, or where we're going to live for the rest of our lives. Like there's questions I get a lot. Are you going to live in Bali always, Shay? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Did you know where you were going to live always when you were in your mid-20s or 30s or 40s? How do we know this? But we want to know. We try to know because, because it's easier when we think we know than it is to surrender to trust. There's a stepping off the ledge when trust, when we connect with trust. There's a faith. There's a um, a courage in trusting. Just like mm. you know, creating a new artwork. Things that I paint, I don't know what I'm painting yet. There may be a rough image, but I don't know. And color is just it starts to to shape into something. And I don't at the creation. I'm just witnessing creation as I'm engaging with it Mm. so trusting the flow as well I think part of us not stepping off into that that current part of us not taking that leap of courage in trusting is I think that idea that you know what happens if if we fail or what happens if the current takes us somewhere else that we don't know or what happens you know, are we surrendering where our entire autonomy or control or, but it's not that. I don't believe it's surrendering our creative, our creativity. It's about surrendering to our creativity. Mm. So it's not surrendering our ability to be in the world. It's like, I share this within my classes, you know, you surrendering to this feeling of sensation or surrendering to your practice or surrendering to life. It's not let li- letting life bowl you over with whatever happens in the challenges and the pain. It's not letting life control you and you, you just being there passively. It's letting life show you the way that it wants to move through you because you are life expressed. Mm-hmm. And then it's you being able to swim in the current in your way. Life is just taking you and giving you that beautiful help in moving you along more fluidly but you get to choose how you swim you get to choose what happens when a rock uh, obstacle comes within your way how you might sweep over it or swim underneath it or swim you know around it we're creating and we're engaging with life I believe so much more fully when we are moving with it yes 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 I 
could not agree more. And I have have this image of whether it is a dance or it is just being this conduit, as you said, mm-hmm. for life. And and I personally believe that we are, you know, as you're saying, we are we are the expression of life, but we are like the the sacred, the divine creating creating moment by moment through our own experience and expression and in my experience there's like no greater joy than that I mean that is like ecstatic (laughs) yes that is and they're the moments we all know those moments of ecstasy and joy and deep love and beauty we know those moments already And it's just many moments we're not recognizing that what we've done is just completely surrendered to the present moment and what is there. Mm -hmm. And when we can recognize that, then it allows us to tap into those states more. It allows us to, you know, come back onto that path, come back into our flow in moments we get lost and, and we come out of flow, which of course is going to happen always you know there's going to be moments we are human and life gives us those opportunities to realign and it's not how many times we have to realign is what matters it's just that we do realign eventually and you know having more of the tools and more of the guidance and more of the connections with other people who can help us other women who can help rise others up to come back into that alignment that is that is the work and that is why we're here together on this path not just alone it's mm. why the divine is here in many forms not just one yes and there is great joy in even this like what we are doing is just an expression of the way that we can co-create together and yeah. that each of our unique expressions brings something more to the whole and as we come together and collaborate even more so yeah so uh, in this vein in this realm i would love for you to share about the magnificent exciting beautiful offering that you have coming up because i know Mm -hmm. our listeners would love to hear about it Yes, thank you. I am so excited. Uh, Already there's a sisterhood gathering for this experience. Um, And I'll shortly share how it relates to Joni a year ago. It was almost a year ago as well this month Mm. that I found you. I found your podcast. I was going through a very intense breakup here in, um, in Bali with an amazing, beautiful man that I had been in relationship with working at the same studio as him and it was time for us to separate but I was not ready to see that yet so when he you know did that for us and and did break up with me I was very lost and at that time I was getting a little bit more clarity on that I wanted to work with women and offer experiences for women but at that time my website my blog was called Finding Feminine because mm. I was really trying to find more of a deeper feminine connection. Mm. My spiritual journey started with spirituality, awareness, mindfulness, then into feminine arts. And it was still in this realm of finding her. Mm. And 
when I listened to your your podcast, the first one was with Julie Daly. Mm-hmm. We were talking to Julie, and mm. and it was also about this sense of loss. And yes. I remember feeling so connected because I connected to my sense of loss to my mother, but also to this relationship. Mm. And I was, it was just, it was so powerful what came through this this transmission of you expressing trust and and Julie also expressing feeling the grief and and I um I went and stayed for a few nights up on the mountain I call it the mountain but this is called Mount Batukaru which is a place that I was living at for two years on Bali Eco Stay this amazing eco resort um mm. you know there's a there's a a waterfall on site that mm. is like walking distance from every bungalow. It's permaculture food is growing there on the mountain. The water we drink, very rare in Bali, the water we drink from the taps is from straight from the mountain, that pure source. Mm. It's hydroelectricity. Um, it's the beautiful staff are all from the, the local villages and it's like a family community beautiful beautiful setting and so I can go up and stay whenever I feel it's like a second home to me mm. and I stayed to heal and to 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 just take this breath of, of air and what I needed in this journey of healing through this breakup and what came through there was you have to dance it was this whispering me you have to dance Shay dance and because I was listening to everything that was affecting me, you know, your beautiful words and other podcasts and, and mm. audios and, and music, you know, when you're in this mode of feeling, music just touches your core. And I just started to breathe and feel through my dancing what I needed to feel in this breakup. So I danced loss. You know, I put a song on that had this anger because I was angry at this having to end. I was angry. And so I danced anger through. I danced sadness. I danced moments of beauty every single day. Without fail, I did dance. And Mm -hmm. I started to record that and to share it because this was me expressing what I was going through. This was me allowing myself to be fully in this experience. And because I had that, that experience of my past, of my, my, you know, loss of my mother and not feeling it, not feeling that grief and knowing what happened when I shut off from the feeling and getting to that disorder of body and mind from closing off from feeling and only later allowing that feeling of grief to come through within the healing journey. Um, I already knew what would happen if I locked this feeling down. I already had a sense of, you know, that feeling needs to be felt and that there's many ways that we can do that. And so it was like this breakup, this loss was an opportunity for me to experience what I did not in that realm with my mother. And I just dived into this (laughs) feeling at all. And so people would ask me, are you okay, Shay? Are you okay? You know, friends that knew us, who knew what was happening. I was like, no, you know, I'm not okay, but I'm okay in that. I'm okay not being okay. And what happened was just transformation. And I believe it, the healing from this breakup, the healing with this man happened so much faster than it would have. It could have gone on for years carrying this pain like we do with 
especially endings of relationships. But instead, I witnessed the transformation within me of stepping into this power of feminine feeling, of expression, of owning just all facets of myself. And there was a clear moment when I was like, oh, it is not about finding my feminine essence. It's not about finding mm. this, this feminine me. She's already here. She's so alive. It's just about claiming her. Mm. It's about trusting that she is here and she wants to be felt and she wants to come through. Mm. And that trust, you know, that I was learning from you in your words and that expression of dance and painting and speaking, that's what led me to this work of claiming feminine and the work that I had to share with others. And again, it was like, I didn't know yet that this was what the retreat would be that I start to offer. And this is what the workshops that I've been offering and hmm. the writings. All it was, was listening to those whispers and listening to when women was starting to really reach out to me on my you know, networks online or in person, telling me like, you are inspiring me. They said, you know, you're inspiring me to feel and to be raw. You're inspiring me to move my body to connect with my body, to be sensual. And because I was receiving this, I received this as just messages from life, from the universe of like, Shay, this is your work. You're already doing the work. It's not that you have to find what your work is. You are doing it. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> this doing is it. it. <laughs> yes. So this, that was, that's what I had to share about why it's called Claiming Feminine. Mm. why it is connected with you mm. a side note I did reach out to Julie Daly mm -hmm. and actually after listening to you and still listening with you last year I actually worked with her one-to-one -one. Mm. I was working with Julie and she helped me put the retreat online <laughs> she oh. helped me as in as in I had this idea to create the retreat and she helped me really uh -huh. refine um really refine this this confidence within me to actually say yes this is valuable yes I will do this so wow. she was there from the start of me wanting to manifest to the manifesting it um, so again your connection with me and her, mm. her beautiful wisdom and it was all about basically that one moment I knew it would happen I knew this retreat would happen I could already feel it but that step of actually putting it online and sharing it with the world. It was like <laughs> out of that imposter syndrome I had, which was about like, you know, there's so many women doing this incredible work, especially in Bali. Who am I to share something else? Hmm. But it was like, then who am I not? I have yes. a unique voice with my experiences. Everything that I've gone through up until this moment is part of what I have to share. And that will speak to who it is right to speak to. It will speak to whoever wants to receive this or whoever's feeling aligned and that is perfect. And then there's women who will be aligned with another woman who's working in a similar but different way who has that key message and that is perfect. So it's now just trusting that, yes, the women who have now already signed up to this experience um, are there because they've resonated and they're feeling the call and I just offer the call and then it's received by the women who are ready. And so whoever is feeling resonant with this, listening to this 
or whoever hears about it in another way, I trust that you will come. You know, you will come and it will be the experience that needs to happen. Hmm. And I, my sense is, because I, I know it's scheduled for this coming October 2019. Yes. yes, October the 21st to the 26th. And it's at the Mountain Eco Stay in Bali. Yes, my home where I used to live and where I have mm-hmm. this strong connection. It's, um, we have the entire place just for us too. It's the entire resort we'll be oh retreating. And I know you already have, it's almost half full already, and it's still months away. Yes, yes. So if listeners were interested, and and I will tell you listeners, I looked at the website, and it it just looks delicious in terms of the location. If I Mm -hmm. didn't already have my own committed travel plans, I would be (laughs) like paradise the definition of paradise so if nothing else check out the website just to see just to see it so i I will have the website posted but i I know you also made a very generous offer for our listeners so yeah what that is i do yes it's um you know just in gratitude for being heard as women being heard is so so beautiful and so important and sharing as well we want to express and we want to have our expression received and that's beautiful and i'm feeling that so strongly being able to share this with you journey and so um yeah if you're feeling called contact me and and um you know, I'm happy to answer anything. Or if you're feeling really cold, of course, you can just sign up. It happens online. But any women who um, mention that they heard this on the podcast, on Journey's podcast, then you can get 200 US, um, $200 US off the cost. And you can do that by reaching out to me or paying the deposit and then reaching out and just letting us know that that's where you heard about the retreat. Um, and yeah, it is, it is a stunning location. It's one of the places that I can say, you know, I don't know if you know this feeling of like you, you share something about this beautiful thing and, and it's like, oh, I hope I'm not like sharing it about it too much. And they have this idea like it's, I, I can't not stress the beauty enough and still know that people will experience far more beauty than I've ever shared about. Like I, I expected when I first came to this place, um, this stunning, you know, mountain location. And it was just beyond expectations because there's a feeling there. This mountain is holding something mm. very rich and potent. And it is in a place in Bali, a little bit more untouched. People don't know about this island as much. The mm. air is slightly more crisp and cool. And the retreat in itself, there's a lot of work, you know, in expression, sister circles, dance, yoga, sharing. And there's so much ample time to just rest and Mm. be in nature because I believe, again, you know, all of the experiences are based on this essence of claiming what is already within. I'm not here to share and teach you something these women already don't know. Um, I'm not here to share, like, 
this is what I have to give you to pass it on to you. It's, it's something that it's like, let's remember together. Mm. And a lot of that remembrance can happen in rest and just space to rest. So Mm. there's a lot of that within the retreat. Yes, I'm, I'm nodding my head up and down, which of course <laughs> nobody can see me, but I'm saying yes, yes, yes. so it is, that, it is that coming together to remember or to enter that, like enter that stream together and to just be carried oh, together. And my guess is that even if someone is listening to this episode long after the retreat has passed, mm-hmm. this won't be the one and only last retreat. That, that oh no no no! <laughs> <laughs> no, I can already feel the next the next one. Not jumping ahead, trying to plan right. the next one. It's no, like no, no. I'm feeling the next one, like wanting to be that. Yes, and yes, I believe. Um, I think next year. Probably there there will be two. It will be annually, either one or multiple. But again, I'm in Bali living here. I'm offering classes, trainings, um, workshops in this area as well. And online, I'm sharing a lot of my writing about this. Um, I do work with women also one-to-one in different guidance sessions. And Mm -hmm. so it's just, this is just one experience of the many that, you know, I'm just trusting is, is wanting to be um, carried through in, in the work and what I have to share with, with those who feel aligned with me. Hmm. And I trust that everyone could find the ways to follow you through the website that, yes, yes they will have the means to do that. So yes. the, the website is in the show notes, but just wanted to be sure that was the case. That's true. Yes, it all links. So the website and then the blog is is within the website and my Instagram where I do do more of the posting and I'm very contactable through Instagram also. My email and um, and it mentions also the studio I work at here in Bali, Radiantly Alive. Yes. Um, yeah. mm. <laughs> so I, I can't believe it, but we're we're getting to the point where we need to bring it to a close. And I am inclined to ask you, I, I haven't done this in a while, but this is a, a question I'm, I'm sure you've heard many women answer if you've listened to the podcast. So what would you say to your younger self from understanding uh, today, Shay? I, um, I love this question. And I always <laughs> answer it every time you ask. I'm listening and you're... I love hearing other women's answers to this question. Mm. And sometimes a different answer comes through, but there's one most resonant answer that's always come through for me. And Mm. it's still true right now. And it's that everyone just wants to be loved. Everyone else as well is just wanting to be loved. And I would tell my my five-year-old self this, you know, because that's what all she wanted. That's all she wanted. And if she really did recognize that and remember that in hard moments, she would realize that the hard moments with other people, you know, with my family, with my mother, that at the core of it, they too just want to be loved and need to be loved. And 
we're all reaching out to it in our own way and we're all expressing it in our own way with the best ability that we can with what we have. My mother was doing that the best that she could. It was only so much later in life that I realized her leaving was a gift of love to my brother and me. Mm. She couldn't be with us. She couldn't have her life in ours physically. And now it's like to this point of honestly deep, deep gratitude for her leaving, Mm. deep, deep gratitude for the death of her in a point where I'm recognizing, you know, the soul, and this is just my belief here, and there was something that alchemized in the way that that her soul chose to have her life play out in this way that has affected other people's lives and my life in such a way where I had to go through these lessons, these learnings. I had to go through the shadow and all of what had to happen is perfect. Every part of my life, the breakup, as well and all of this has landed me into where I am now to share what I have now so it's trusting that it was all for the divine beauty and it's just love and gratitude is all I feel when I sense and feel my mother Mm. which is very strongly at this you know um this week especially so we all just want to be loved and we are all loving in our own way Mm. That's so beautiful. And I can just feel the relief, the relief, the release, the healing that does flow back to her from, from mm-hmm. your own awareness and acknowledgement and uh, kind of letting go of any anger or bitterness or, or any of the old pain. So yeah, it's just love. Yes, and that's a beautiful end, beautiful note to end on. Yes. <laughs> so, Shay, I, I want to thank you for coming and for getting up bright and early because it's <laughs> quite early in the morning where you are. Yes, it is. Oh, and I love the morning, so it's the divine time for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. And I, I just want to honor, as I said at the very beginning, like honor you taking that step in and doing the surrendering and being willing to express and to feel and to embody the fullness and to claim your feminine because it, it is such a gift to the world. Mm-hmm. I feel the gift and I know the ripple effects that are, that are moving just from what you're sharing in the world. Thank you, Joni. So beautiful to receive. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And mm-hmm. me to you as well. I, yeah, so much gratitude for your role as well in all of this beautiful work. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, we want to thank you, dear listener, as well, for taking this time to be with us and for saying yes to your own journey. And I want to remind you, as always, to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. 
If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. 